You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from six to ten Eastern on ESPN Radio. Jay is over here crying. <laughs> uh, I could, I'm just trying to tell y'all last night, I'm dead tired. I'm delirious. And I'm up. I'm like, why am I up? I'm not going to be able to go to sleep watching this damn game. I'm tired. And when I saw this shot and I saw a cat do the look like, what? Is there a wind? What? Is there a gust of wind? And then Patrick Beverly next to the ref takes the ball and kind of like ducks down like he's about to get hit with it. Like the amount of key, it's just I know you don't find it funny, Key, but... No, I don't find it funny. <laughs> it's cold-blooded, man. You know what's funny is I always thought Westbrook is one of these dudes, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, we're coming to you live from above the Heineken River deck at Pier 17. Good morning, good morning. Um, I, I always thought Westbrook was one of these dudes that had some love around the league, but when people do that, it means they're feeling a certain type of way about that dude. Oh, well, I, I would tell anybody, if you want to hear how Pat Bev... Well, yeah, about Pat, him. let's put Pat Just Beverly listen to aside. the J.J. Reddick podcast because he feels like no Russell doubt. Westbrook has really tarnished his career and how people look at him. I heard the clip you're referring yeah, that's, to. That's, yep. That ain't nothing but some – that's – you can't – Patrick Beverly, come on, man. But, but Patrick Beverly is it, saying, it is like, what it is. Westbrook said he doesn't really play defense. He's just out here running around, and then people bought into it. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Key, I um, know you. If no, somebody you came out and said something like that about you and there's this thing that festers between you and him – what the hell would Keyshawn Johnson do if he had a chance say, to compete say, against him? Say something like what? What Patrick Beverly? Oh, said? like oh yeah, or like no, no, what Westbrook? On your side, or he's constantly trying to come at you or trash talk you. What would you have done if if somebody had tried to say that or say something like that about you when you saw them on the field? What would you do? I just ball out, man. Thank I you. I You'll ball out. Up in, people say but, all type of stuff. But, they, Jay, my, my reputation versus the reality side of who I am and what I was is so far-fetched. But man. that's it, my thing, ridiculous. though, Keith. I know what you're saying, but I'm trying to prove a point that you would ball no, out. I understand. You yeah. would take it personally. Of course. And, and my whole thing is like this whole casual, yeah, don't really mean Like I, I'm like, that's not who you are, Russ. Like, take that. Yeah, but he's in a position. He's in a place right now, though, really, where – He's trying the ball, and it's just not – it just ain't happening, man. One of them highlights, he went to do a layup, and I, I don't even I don't even know how to describe it. It just – it does not look like he knew how to play basketball you know, I talked at to, all. I talked to um, Teddy Atlas, who trained Mike Tyson. He's a, he's a broadcaster here at ESPN <clears throat> about this in the past um, because, you know, he comes from his background and, and also his bo- boxing background – is very uh, principled, right? And I and I think of my grandfather my, in Yiddish. It's Zeta, my Zeta, who lived lived with us until he passed after my grandmother died. <clears throat> um, do people do things a certain way in their life, right? And they know if they stay on that path, that's 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 what they know. They're not going to change because it's it. They've survived hardship or they've thrived or whatever it is. But they know this works. It's very hard to tell someone like that. Hey. Let's retail something out of here, you know, because without making wholesale changes. In other words, by that I mean, hey, 
you're good the way you are, but just do this thing differently. No, no, that's their principles tell them this is the way you do things. Why am I bringing that up with Westbrook? Westbrook goes all out all the time, right? Yeah. Really, when things aren't going well, he pulls harder. To me, that's all he knows. That's what he's done in his life, and it's gotten to great heights, right? Amazing things. Very hard to tell someone like that, yo, ease up a little bit. You need to think about it this way because you're asking someone really to change their whole philosophy. At what point do you get before you just say blanket? Like, I've been in games where I'm like, yo, blanket. I don't care no more. I'm going to rip your head off. Like, I, I didn't see that Russell Westbrook last night. No, Russ it, is trying, but it just but ain't that's falling, my thing, Jay. But, Key, it's not about it not falling, right? Like, my, my man only took 12 shots. It wasn't about it falling. It was more about if you're going against your arch nemesis, let that elevate your, your level of play. Like, it's a mentality for him. And even after the game, like, the passive aggressiveness, the laid-back style and approach to him, like, but that's not who you are, Russ. Well, it's almost like he's going through, but he's going through some stuff. I hear you on the court. That's apparent. So I'm sure, <laughs> really, I'm sure he's like trying to find the right rhythm, the right whatever to make it right. I don't think that he is backing down from Patrick Beverly whatsoever, right? I think at the end, it's just not falling for him. So he's searching for answers because I've never known him to be a guy that would back down from it. He's just searching for answers. And I don't think he's going to find him in L.A., to be honest with you. Yeah, Yeah. well, here's Russell Westbrook, since you brought it up, Jay, about the trash talk and what it's doing to him. I honestly don't pay no mind to it. Maybe the other guys are, and then they weren't talking to me. They were talking to individual guys particularly, but the trash talking doesn't bother me none. Nobody over there has done anything (laughs) that in this league that, you know, make me put my eyes up. Like, oh, they're talking mess. Let me respond. No. Well, that's Russell Westbrook. Not what you did. It's what you're doing, though. Here's LeBron James after the game on the Lakers losing. I'm very comfortable with being uncomfortable, so it doesn't bother me too much. Obviously, I mean, I'm a competitor. I want to win. Uh, you definitely get frustrated with some things that happen on the floor. Um, but you control what you can control. What you can't control, you don't worry about it. You continue to push forward. Seeing ways you continue to get better. Um, seeing ways you can be you know, great for your ball club. Uh, continue to see ways you continue to lead. And, you know, it's easy to be you know, comfortable when you're winning. Um, you know, I'm not, I've never been that guy. So um, it's all about how comfortable can you be when things become uncomfortable. So, Jay, if this is hurting Russ's legacy in some way, according to your lights, key not to yours, um, how much does losing like this affect LeBron's, do you think? I don't think it affects LeBron's legacy. I mean, the fact that he's dropping 50-plus point games at the age of 37 years old to keep his team in a ninth or 10th seed position for a play-in tournament, I think speaks volumes about where LeBron is. But it is interesting to me that I've started to hear people say, what's this make you think about LeBron James? I'm like, this dude, I'll, I'll take those odds of winning a championship one out of every three years. I'll take that all I'm day still long. Not, he still has an argument he's the best player in the game. Like, that's not closed. That, that, like, you, I wouldn't argue he's the best player in the game right now, but you can't just dismiss that idea. He's but, in the conversation. But see, people look at the way Michael Jordan ended his career with the Bulls. Like, that was it. 
people don't, for some reason, tack on those years he had with the Washington Wizards. That, that's so a good it, question, it, Jay. So it comes out like, how's LeBron ending his career? Like, he's having losing seasons, and AD's hurt, and he gets hurt, and another injury this year. Like, is this the way we're going to remember his legacy? And I'm like, don't do that. All right. And by the way, Kobe at the end, until that last 60-point game, which was bananas, was playing after an Achilles injury, was never the same. Not even, like, just because he was scoring. That wasn't Kobe Bryant, right? So... That's a good question. Key, I'll start with you because I was in D.C. for Jordan's last season. He averaged 20 points on the nose, right? The year before, he averaged 22 and half a season with some rebounds and assists and everything. But, Key, is this LeBron closer to the Jordan who ended the second three-peat with the Bulls, the, the last of the real Michael Jordan, or closer to the Jordan with the Wizards, this LeBron? Come on, man. You know he's closer to the Chicago Bulls, Jordan. It ain't even close to Wizards, Jordan. That, we felt we like it because it was Mike. Mike, what good man, y'all? And I understand. Yeah, he made an All Star team, and he can do this. And Jay, you played against him, and he dropped forty on your head or whatever. I get that, but come on, man. Michael Jordan at, at the Washington Wizards wasn't good. LeBron James is good. Michael Jordan was not one of the top six or seven players in the NBA at the Wizards? No, hell no. LeBron, and by the way, LeBron I would say, James is. I would say Le- Michael Jordan was still a good basketball player at the age of 40, but he was not an elite player, and 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 no, he was closer not. to what Kobe love, was after the Achilles than what LeBron is now. He returned I love at, he, MJ he too, man, come on, man. He returned at 38 to the Washington Wizards in 2001. So yeah. 30, right, and LeBron's 37. Yeah. And LeBron's it. been playing the whole time. I mean, LeBron James, whether people like it or not, I mean, is – Somewhat in the MVP conversation at 37 years old. That See, I totally agree with Key, Jay. Yeah. LeBron is it, – it's ridiculous to compare him to the Wizards, Jordan. I think he's much more similar to the Jordan who – I don't think he's as good as Jordan was at the end of his three-peat, second three-peat with the Bulls. Jordan was still the best player in basketball. Uh, by the way, by a lot. Man, like, you, LeBron but, just won a championship two years Yeah, two no doubt. Ago, but but I now. would say he's cl- much, much closer to that, LeBron. LeBron's close to an MVP – um, than he is to a guy who's just a shell of himself. LeBron's yeah, Jordan had, was fun with the Wizards. It was cute. Not that fun. Dude, I was I was there for a lot of that. Not that fun. Multiple 50-point games at the yeah, age of 37. A lot easier to do 50 nowadays, but it's crazy. Have you ever dropped 50 in the game? No, I, I, I don't want to ever hear anybody say it's a lot easier. to. No, but, but easier I, I, is relative. I hear you from scoring, but yeah. I'm just – Scoring fifty in the game is hard, man. No doubt. Even if fifty, even if fifty is the new forty, or fifty is the new forty, forty is a like it's hard to do that. But period. also, like looking out, like even watching the game last night in which the the Nets lost. You know how many times KD got double teamed as soon as he caught the ball. Like so, if you're if you're saying who's going to relieve LeBron James right. on the Lakers, who's relieving him? He is the primary he, focus. A, uh, Every single night. I know we got to get out. We got we got it. We got some things to do here. But that's a great point because LeBron's not only giving you fifty; it's with a bunch of assists, boards. It, it, it counts like eighty points. He, I'll say this: no one player has ever gotten you closer to winning or being a playoff team or winning a championship all by himself than LeBron James. By the way, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. Coming up next, play along with us and download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app presented by WebEx to fill out your brackets. Today is your last day for filling out your men's brackets. It's free and easy. Up next, which quarterbacks will not be their team starter week one? Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN2. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast.
Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Play along with us and download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app presented by WebEx to fill out your brackets. And by us, I mean Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max here on ESPN Radio. Today is your last day to fill out your men's brackets. It is free and easy, and you hear that Greatest American Hero theme song. That means we're playing Believe It or Not here on Keyshawn J. Willemax, presented by Progressive Insurance. Get a business insurance quote online in as little as six minutes. Visit ProgressiveCommercial.com. All right, Pat, producing today, why don't you, why don't you come in and, and run, the, run the show here? We're going to play Believe It or Not. I want to play, so you take it away, Pat. You got it. Believe it or not, uh, will this quarterback be their team's starter in week one? Key, we'll start with you on this one. Baker Mayfield, Believe It or Not, Brown starter week one. No, Baker Mayfield is on the move, man. It's a it's a wrap. Whether they get Deshaun Watson or not, both Chris Martinson and Diana Rossini both reported yesterday that there's a major fallout going on in Cleveland, and it doesn't seem repairable at all. Yeah, I I, I don't believe it. Um, I, I I wish it were something that I could actually see because I, I I would like to see Baker Mayfield healthy playing with Amari Cooper, playing with Nick Chubb, playing with Kareem Hunt understanding what that defense and that O-line can do. But I do not believe we will see that in the upcoming season. I don't believe it either. And I think much more of Baker, I think, than most people do. I think he's pretty good Um, outside of Cleveland, where they seem to be a bit, like, in love with him at times. But I'll say this. I'm trying to think of where he would start. I'm not 100% sure he's going to start. Like, if he gets Seattle, he would start. Indianapolis, but Indianapolis may be looking at Jimmy G or some people like that. Maybe San Francisco if Jimmy G gets traded. But would he start over Trey Lance? I think so for now. It's going to be interesting to see. You know, we'll get back to that in about two, two minutes or so. That's a, that's a tease right there. Uh, Daniel Jones, believe it or not. Max, let's start with you on this one. Uh, Daniel Jones will be the Giants' week one starter. Oh, yeah, I believe that. He'll be the week one starter. 
I don't know if he'll be the Week 10 starter, but he'll be the Week 1 starter. Daniel Jones still has some upside, and the Giants have a lot invested in him. And Tyrod Taylor has uh, had a better career so far than Daniel Jones. But I think that Daniel Jones will get the benefit of the doubt early in the season. Short sample yeah. size for Daniel Jones, Key. I was going to say, like, I, w- I would believe it as a Giants fan just because you, you, you put so much stock into him. Let's see who they draft on the O-line. You still got pieces around. And that's why you brought Brian Dable in, because of what he was able to do with Josh Allen. You hope he can do that with Daniel Jones. Yeah, I, I think he will be the starter week one. He will not be the starter in week six, so to speak. I think they give him the opportunity to – show that he can lead this team moving forward. But I think T.T. Tyrod Taylor is a much better quarterback at his stage in his career than Daniel Jones is in his career and stage. T.T. And more on that at 8 o'clock, second tease. uh, Jimmy G., Jay, we'll start with you, will be the 49ers week one starter, believe it or not. I mean, I want to believe it because I don't don't know if Trey Lance is is ready. And I, I know that he is the talk of the town as it relates to trades, for teams like the Colts or you know other teams that are out there. But at the end of the day, when Jimmy G is on the field, the 49ers are a better team, and the stats prove that. So I believe it. Yeah, I, I don't believe it. I think he will not be the starter week one. They give way to Trey Lance. He's on the move, whether it's the Indianapolis Colts, whether it's Atlanta, whether it's Seattle, whether it's Cleveland. He will not be in the San Francisco uniform opening day come September. I'm going to say not also. It seems to me from comments Garoppolo made earlier in the offseason that he believes he's not going to be there. If he's there, I think he starts over Trey Lance because I think in the end, I don't know what Trey Lance is right now. I don't know. Like, I can't pretend to know Trey Lance is ready or not, right? So, But I do think they're going to move him and put something around Trey Lance. So I'm going to say not. Keith, let's start with you on this one. Believe it or not, and we're playing believe it or not, on which quarterbacks will be their team's week one starter. Matt Ryan will be the Falcons starter week one, believe it or not. I believe that he will be the starter week one because I don't think that Deshaun Watson will go to Atlanta. I think Deshaun Watson will pick another team like the New Orleans Saints. Therefore, Matt Ryan, Arthur Blank, Rich McKay and company did what the Cleveland Browns should have did with Matt Ryan. They went to him and talk to him about the possibilities of moving on Mm -hmm. to a younger quarterback so he has an understanding. His feelings are not hurt, much like Baker Mayfield's feelings are hurt, that Cleveland did not give him the same amount of respect. Yeah, I I believe it. If they can't get Deshaun Watson, it's going to be Matt Ryan. and That's why they restructured his deal in the first place. And, I mean, look, he's been a long staple of that organization. I I don't think they do him wrong on the way out unless they get a top-five quarterback like a Deshaun Watson. Exactly what – Key and Jay just said. Great. All right, uh, Key, we'll start with you again on this one. Sam Darnold will be the week one starter, believe it or not. (laughs) I believe he will be the week one starter because, again, they're trying to get Deshaun Watson, and I think Deshaun Watson is going to select the Carolina Panthers. I think they will give Sam Darnold an opportunity to try to show what he can do one more last time before the coaches get fired. I kind of don't know. I mean, a lot depends upon when you read these reports from Deshaun Watson is torn between the Panthers, the Saints, and some other teams. You know, what Deshaun Watson's decision will be will ultimately affect a guy like Sam Darnold, who, I mean, it's just crazy to think where he was a couple of years ago, where he was at the beginning of the season with the Panthers and how we thought he was going to look and CMC getting hurt and then how stock has gone down. But uh, you would think if they can't get Deshaun Watson, what other choice do they have, Cam? Or maybe Baker. I, I was going to say not because Tepper, to me, seems to be the kind of guy who's 
good enough is not good enough. He was trying to reach for the stars, right? That ain't, that ain't Darnold. And I think he knows they need to move on. The only way I see him sticking is if there's just no better option at the moment and getting, getting someone else means actually you're just going to be okay. But, you, like, I think he, this dude wants this team to be great. I don't think Sam Darnold's ever going to be great. I think they're going to move on. Hold on, Key. Let me ask you a question. Who, who would you trust more to handle the Panthers' offense, Sam Darnold or Baker Mayfield? They're about the same. I like Baker more. They're about the same. Like, Sam Darnold seems to have more upside, but in practice, I've seen seen Baker compete real close against Lamar Jackson and Patrick Holmes with the chips on But how would Baker look if he didn't have the run game of Kareem Hunt or Nick Chubb? So, I mean, that's that's what we're evaluating Sam Darnold on without CMC. Darnold's taller, faster, he can spin it too, all that stuff. I, I think Baker's a little better, a better passer. Key, time to talk about your guy out in Arizona, Kyler Murray, week one starter, believe it or not. Yes, he's a week one starter. You believe that 100%. Where is, where is he going? I mean, like, come on, man. I, I know Bart Scott talking about trade. And, it's not happening. He will be the week one starter in Arizona. He's just got to sit and wait, take his medicine. And they'll get to him. As they go through free agency, as they go through the draft, the money will still be there for Mighty Mouse. Yep, I'm with Key. I'm with you guys too, but there's a guy, I mean, when I say David Tepper wants, the owner of the Panthers, wants greatness, I keep my eyes on that just because of, like, when you survey the landscape, what quarterback maybe could be available who's different? You know, of course he's got some warts, he's small, he gets hurt, he may, but, but, like, he's talented differently. Guys who really don't want to just be mediocre are going to target that dude. But, yeah, I I think the odds are he stays put. Last one, part of the uh, uh, Russell Wilson trade. Drew Locke will be the Seahawks. No. Okay. (laughs) No, he's not going to say believe it or not. No. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Yates. Yates gives you my answer. Yeah. (laughs) No, Drew Locke, uh, we've seen enough. All right, fair enough. You you really think the Seahawks are going away from Russell Wilson to put Drew Locke? Come on, man, stop. Well, uh, who, why, why? it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't out of coincidence and very odd that all of a sudden uh Kaepernick was throwing to Lockett. I mean that oh it's <laughs> just all of a sudden. I don't know Colin why he was Kaepernick, throwing to him. I brought this up on this just in on Monday. Colin Kaepernick should be given a look by Seattle. Agreed. The town's uh progressive enough, I think, to handle that, right? Kaepernick should at least be looked at. Um so there's one. I'll give you another one. Baker Mayfield, maybe. Maybe that's the landing spot for Baker. Or if Carolina does upgrade, maybe a guy like Sam Darnold. I can well, see that. Uh, yeah, I can Drew see Locke. all of that. There ain't going to be no Drew Locke. Nah. They're going to unlock him. <laughs> Where does, uh, where's Baker going to go? Where does he land? I don't know. It's a good question because if you start to look at the teams, he's not going to New Orleans because I got Deshaun going there. He's not going to Atlanta because I got Matt Ryan going there. I got Jimmy G going to Indianapolis. The fallout in Cleveland, they don't like each other anymore. Baker in the front office and the team. Where's he going to go? San Francisco got Trey Lance. Oh, maybe San Francisco key to compete against Trey Lance. No, no, he's not doing that. They're not going to do that. So not San Francisco. So maybe Seattle, right? Not San Fran. Seattle seems like your only option, right? Indianapolis, if they can't land somebody, if they well, I can't got land Jimmy, somebody. I got Jimmy G going to Seattle. I mean, Jimmy Indy, G but like, let's Indy. say they can't land Jimmy G. Maybe Baker to, to Indianapolis. I would have kept Carson Wentz. Really? 
Yeah, I think Baker's way better under pressure than Carson. Like, no, I'd have kept, I'd have chips kept, on the I'd, line. You like Carson Wentz better? Yeah, than Baker? I'd have just, I'd have kept Carson Wentz. If if if, if I got to go with Baker Mayfield, I could have kept Carson Wentz and been fine. I don't know why. Like you guys sleeping on Baker a little bit. I don't think. I don't think. No, no, we're not Baker haters. We like Baker. It's just seeing what he's been able to do. I mean, it's not like their O line isn't a good old O line. So that the, maybe the best, best in the business. Yeah. So I mean, that, yeah, that's a good point. And he's got a great O-line, a great running game, and he had receivers. And yet, what I'm impressed by, remember the game Lamar Jackson came out of the bathroom and came back onto the field and let him down the field, and they kick a field goal and won? Baker, had, it took Lamar Jackson heroics to win because Baker led the Browns right down the field and threw a touchdown. Like, I, 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 know, I remember things like that. I remember him competing against Patrick he, Mahomes he in the playoffs. Has, he has had some moments. There's not, we're not saying that he, didn't ha- that he didn't have any moments. He's had a handful of moments. There's no question about it. But you got, you're not – Baker Mayfield is not winning the Super Bowl for you. Agreed. He could be part of the Super Bowl. Bingo, he be part of the team. But, but Max, Bingo. let me add to it. Is there a part of you that roots hard for Baker like we do because he's the underdog? He's the epitome of the underdog? No, I think – And he, he fights for it. He claws. He plays through injury. Like, it does feel like there's a lot of – why I root for him and I want to see it, it doesn't mean it is what it is. No, no, I would say I would say the only thing, if you're smelling something on me where it sounds like I'm rooting for him, the main thing is I, f- I just feel like he's being dismissed a little quickly right now. Like, I think he's a little better than what he's giving credit for, only because I saw, like, I've seen him win double digits, quarterback a team, let me not say win, he quarterbacked a team that won double digits, he quarterbacked a team that won in the playoffs, he quarterbacked, like, he's done some things in his career that I'm like, he probably deserves a little more respect sometimes than we're giving him. I wanted to see him healthy back for one more year. I know we we, we got to get the sports center here in a minute, but what I would say is, it's no different than Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford. Jared Goff did all the same things, Went to a Super Bowl, had a good career, all, it was solid, but he couldn't win the Super Bowl. And that's where Baker Mayfield is. He's not going to win you the Super Bowl. Just not. Yeah, I'm with you, Key. Like, I think Jared Goff is a good comparison. Um, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. Coming up next, will Deshaun Watson take over for Baker Mayfield in Cleveland? Just because we, uh, maybe the Saints, maybe the, maybe the Browns. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, if you're watching ESPN2, you see him there. Ryan Clark, ESPN NFL analyst extraordinaire and Super Bowl champion, joins us. What's going on, RC? What up, baby? What up, guys? What's happening? What's up, Deacon? (laughs) (laughs) Deacon Clark. (laughs) Deacon Clark. Hey, we've been talking about Baker Mayfield, Ryan. How likely do you think it is the Browns and Baker part ways, no matter what happens with Deshaun Watson at this point? I think it's highly likely. I mean, since the end of the season, the Cleveland Browns has shown Baker Mayfield that they don't believe in him, that he's not the quarterback, much like Keyshawn said, that can win them a Super Bowl or win them those huge games. Now, he can quarterback this team to a good season, quarterback this team to a playoff when everything around him is working perfectly, but he doesn't elevate a football team. And this is a football team that feels like they have the other pieces around. They just need that guy in quarterback. And I think Baker Mayfield also has to be aware of who he is and who Deshaun Watson is. It wasn't like they were bringing in Jimmy Garoppolo for a meeting. They're bringing in Deshaun Watson, who's a top five quarterback in this league, who found ways to excel in Houston in such a dysfunctional organization. But I believe 
when Baker Mayfield puts out that I've been silent this whole time, but now I'm no longer silent tweet. He's basically saying, I understand that you no longer want me. I don't want to be in a place where I'm not wanted. And much like that chip that Jay Will was talking about, he always has on his shoulder as the underdog. I think that's what made him feel a certain way about this. He feels like even though I'm the number one overall pick, even though I go out and play hurt for you the entire season, this is still how you undervalue me or how I perceive you undervalue me. I don't believe Baker Mayfield can walk back into that locker room and be the leader of the Cleveland Browns. Mm. Ryan, with that being said, walking back into the locker room and be a leader of a team, could the Mm. Cleveland Browns walk into Baker Mayfield and say, you know what, we we wanted to just check it out and see what it is. We're going to give you an extension. Can they fix this? Can they fix this that way? Well, Key, you know money fix a lot of stuff, bro. You know how it works. You know what I'm saying? This game is about you show love in this game by the amount of money you're willing to give me, by the amount of money you're willing to guarantee me. But here's what we know. Even if they walk back to Baker and say, we want to extend you or we want to give you another deal, it ain't going to be a Josh Allen deal. It ain't going to be an Aaron Rodgers deal. It may not even – it's probably not going to be a Dak Prescott deal. So what deal is Baker Mayfield willing to take? And, yeah, if they can work it out contractually, I believe it can be fine with with Baker. But there will always be that small piece of the Cleveland Browns coaching staff, the executives uh, in in Cleveland, Andrew Berry and the crew, and also Baker Mayfield that says, you know what, I'm not really who you want, right? The, the, The one you wanted. You, you, you tried to break up with her. You tried to go get somebody else, and, and you couldn't get her, right? She, she didn't want to come over. You was a six, and she was the ten. She didn't want to be here. And now, since we're both sixes, we're stuck with each other. And I don't necessarily think that's the type of relationship you want between quarterback and organization. Although the contract, uh, the money can make a six look like a ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> ESPN NFL nah, Hey, analyst. Max, yeah. Max. Yeah. No, Max. Then you just tricking. That's all that is. Well, you know, <laughs> make, you know what make Mike Tyson no used to say, right? Mike Tyson oh, used to say when he was growing up, he had a big nose. And then at a certain point, he noticed he had a cute nose. <laughs> ESPN NFL analyst and a guy that can talk any sport at any time, Ryan Clark on Keyshawn J. Will Max. So with that being said, RC, what do you think is the right landing spot for Deshaun Watson? Well, you know, this has been hard for me. And I think that's why it's been hard for Deshaun since he's been meeting with these teams. It's all about priorities, Jay. Like, what are your priorities? Are your priorities to win right away and have a ton of success as a team? Then I think you go to Cleveland because if you go to Cleveland, everything is set up around you with Kevin Stefanski, with the defense that's improving, with a great run game, that you can now be successful, make huge plays, garner all these stats, and go up against some of the top quarterbacks in the AFC but if you're the Atlanta Falcons you say you know what Deshaun there's not going to be a ton of pressure to win here right away we have some pieces that we have to surround you with but you're going back to a city that you're from you're going to a state that made you you're going to a place that revered and loved Michael Vick you can have that Michael Vick type effect down here in Atlanta and we will back you we will support you understanding that you're still going through a tough time dealing with some of the off the field allegations and then if you're the New Orleans Saints you can say man Drew Brees is here You could be the next Drew Brees. Remember how they loved him? Look at this defense we've had that's been playing great for the last four years, but we've been had quarterbacks that absolutely stunk in the playoffs and we couldn't win. And so I think there's all all these different places present something to Deshaun Watson that he could prioritize. It's all about what's most important to him. And unfortunately, until he talks, until we hear Deshaun Watson, until we hear super agent David Mulligetta, we truly don't know what Deshaun Watson has the highest on his checklist. 
Ryan, you, you, you said something there when you, you spoke about the Atlanta, the city, the embracing of Michael Vick. Ken, and you're from Louisiana, and you know New mm. Orleans very well. Can we say the same thing about the Saints in terms of embracing a black quarterback in a black city, uh, yeah. understanding that things have gone a certain way in Houston for him and he has to mm -hmm. get back into the community and, and rally yes. and all those sort of things around Deshaun. Could he have that same effect in New Orleans that he would have in Atlanta? You know, Keyshawn, it's crazy. I, I didn't really ever think of that because I was kind of comparing it to Atlanta and thinking Atlanta was that place. But absolutely. Listen, the New Orleans Saints and their fans have a relationship that, that's probably more delusional than the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, when I would talk about Drew Brees on TV, I'm from New Orleans. Drew Brees ain't from New Orleans. I'm from New Orleans. I would get dang near death threats from brothers in New Orleans telling me, don't you ever talk about Breezes. And so you look at a guy like Deshaun Watson who's gone through a ton, who is an African-American quarterback, who's a quarterback that I know have been, he's been philanthropic throughout his entire career. He would ingratiate himself into that community. The, the community would swallow him up and love him and protect him because most of those people that support that team look like me, look like Deshaun Watson. And I'm sure, at least I would hope that Mickey Loomis is telling him that, that this is a place that embraces this team or their team like no other. And you could be a huge part of that um, with the person that you are, with the person that you've been in the community, and also them understanding that you've gone through some adversity. Your reputation and your character has been bruised or has been perceived a certain way. And I think New Orleans is a city of underdogs in that way. And Deshaun Watson could be a part of that community going forward here and be truly supported think that there's a consensus that that's where he's headed so i'm sean payton i might reconsider my retirement that's all i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> that's all i'm saying the best team you'll have ever had <laughs> Keyshawn j will and max the great ryan clark thanks rc my man thank you guys all right rc Keyshawn j will and max the podcast We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Mike Tannenbaum with us now, ESPN NFL front office insider. Giving the straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, guys. Is this song in your playlist, Mike? 
Uh, you know, I saw Alicia Keys last night, and I, <laughs> and I would be happy to get into a great musical discussion with you. <laughs> uh, if you were in the Browns front office right now, Mike, what would you do? Like, how would you handle the Baker Mayfield situation? I would look him right between the eyes and say, you know what, Baker, your job is to get better, lift weights, watch film. Me in the front office, my job is to improve this team. And Deshaun Watson's a better football player than you are. And if I'm not reaching out to him and his representative, I'm not doing my job. Now, again, there's 22 civil lawsuits. It's still a complicated situation. But I would say, Baker, you can't be sensitive. You should be worrying about being the best version of yourself we're going to do what we can. And by the way, the verb we're going to use, Baker, is we're going to scour. We are always going to look to improve every position, including yours. So why don't you worry about being the best version of yourself, and we'll worry about running the team. Hmm. Are you having that conversation yesterday, or are you having that conversation today as you get ready to meet with Deshaun Watson? You know, Key, that's a great point. I'd say this. like I think Andrew Berry and Kevin Stefanski has done a very good job. I think they're very smart, deliberative guys. They know, like, Baker, the way, like, how he's, like, constituted. So I think they know his sensitivities. And I'm sure they made the decision. I know Chris Mortensen has a report out there much to this extent. But I'm sure, guys, that they knew, like, once the, you know, genie was out of the bottle, this was going to happen. So I would think, Key, to answer your question, that they would have done it ahead of time to say, hey, here's what we're doing. Here's why we're doing it. Um, I'm just disappointed that Baker had to go to – social media to to say what he said. You know, Mike, he went to social media, and I feel like Max is that he only went to social media because they did not respect him the way that he felt he needed to be respected. Because, again, I put him in in a delusional category when he doesn't understand that Deshaun Watson is a better football player than he is. It's almost like I can't be – upset if Mike Tannenbaum decided to take a look at Jerry Rice and I was on the roster. I got, what, what am I going to say? Damn Jerry Rice. What am I going to say? Yo, Key, I, I used to say the same thing to players. If Woody Johnson wants to go talk to Ron Wolf, I don't blame him. The guy's a Hall of Fame GM. I get it. Like, right, are we always all being evaluated? Like, that's just part of, like, when you're with a team like that. So, but if I'm Baker, and Key, I, I know you feel the same way about Coach Parcells the way I do, but – you know, Google Coach Parcell's Ten Commandments of being a quarterback. It, the essence of it is this. Be a battlefield commander. It's always your fault, and when things go well, it, you praise your teammates. And you need to have rare mental, physical, emotional toughness, which can, he is exemplifying none of that right now. Can they fix this, though? Can the Browns walk up there and say, we're sorry, we we just wanted to take a look. You know, there's 22 – uh, sexual allegations that he's dealing with right now. We decide in the end you're probably a better fit for us. Could they could they come up with something to try to fix it and salvage the relationship? I would take it a step further to say, Baker, here's the opportunity. You don't have a contract for next year. We want to pay you $40, 45 $50 million. Like, here's the answers to the test. Take us to a place we've never been before, and you'll make more money than you ever dreamed of. Be the best version of Baker Mayfield you can be. And if it's not here, by the way, maybe it's someplace else. Look at Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins was a good, not great quarterback, leaves Washington, and he's made more money than anybody. So go play great football. But in your experience, Mike, realistically, I, I appreciate, I think your, your first answer to that, like this is what I would tell him. I'd look him in the eyes and tell him we're always trying to improve every part of the team. 
Does, will that, given Baker Mayfield, do you think that would work? In other words, realistically, is there a way, because Key obviously is cynical, to, to make it work, to get the genie back in the bottle? But, but again, I give, again, I think Andrew Berry and Kevin Stefanski have earned the benefit of the doubt. I, I think this, Max, like, I think they're saying to themselves, like, we know there, there's going to be a little shrapnel here. We know that this isn't going to go great. And we still have to look. It's Deshaun Watson. He's a, whatever, top five, six, seven quarterback. We have a responsibility to go look into this. I'm not questioning that. Right, I'm right. saying, can you repair it with yeah, Baker? I think, is it possible? I think, I think that's what great coaches do and say, like, hey, like, look, this is now a marriage of convenience. Let's call it what it is. But if you play well, it's going to help yeah, key, key, that – pardon, Mike, but Key, that does make sense to me. What else is Baker supposed to do? Let's say the Browns say, no, we're not trading you. Baker's walking into a contract year. He's got a real good offensive line and team around him. Amari Cooper. And, and his, he's got a fire lit under him, right? What options does he have? He has to ball. No, never mind. You know what? I don't want to be around y'all. I can't trust y'all. I don't want to be around y'all. I'm going to burn the building down. That's, that's where Baker's And at sacrifice right now. your next deal? Uh, oh, well, I'll deal with it. I'll deal with okay, it. Okay, now, Key, this is the thing. Are you answering from your worldview, or do you think realistically that's what Baker would do? I'm answering from my worldview as Baker Mayfield because I think that's what Baker Mayfield mm-hmm. is going to do. That's one of the reasons you see Diana Rossini with her report, Adam, uh, not Adam, but Chris Mortensen with his report, because they are hearing things that would lead them to believe that that relationship can't be salvaged. It cannot be, no matter what the situation is. It's very hard, as you know, Mike. Unlike the NBA, and you've worked in both circles before, one as an agent, one as a general manager. Football is different than basketball. In basketball, you can tell somebody, ah, we're going to trade you, and they'll play five weeks, six weeks, then get traded. In football, when you start the season – and you tell somebody that they're on the move, but you can't move them, and they got you want them to come play for you. What's the first thing y'all do, Mike? You try to get them to take a pay cut, or you cut them because they refuse to play. And I think that is what's going to happen with Baker Mayfield. Yeah, but Akeem, the only thing just to continue that thought is now, like if we're the Browns, like we need Plan B beyond. Let's say Deshaun Watson is a Panther or Saint Falcon, whatever. And we're going to move on. And I agree with you, right? They're going to move on. Like, now they got to figure out, like, okay, we're, what's next? And it's not the draft. Like, yeah, Jameis Winston's going to come into some money. <laughs> Jameis Winston's about to make some money, get a second-round pick for Baker, and pick up Jameis. That sounds like a, sounds like a plan. Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN, NFL, front office insider. Thank you as always, Mike. And coming right up from one quarterback that might get replaced to another. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.